Hi, welcome to Shakti Stories Podcast, where we talk about embodiment, pleasure, dreams, relationships, and psychotherapy. We ask what is the feminine, and where does women's sexuality and eros meet soul in today's modern world? My name is Angela Anamkara, and I'm so glad you're here. I hope you love Shakti Stories. If it touches you, please head over to iTunes to give it a five-star review and follow me on Spotify to receive new episodes as they're released. So hello, Lena. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, how are you? Very good. I'm really excited to meet you today and to hear your take today on feminine rhythms and you know, feminine flow and using our cycle. So I just wanted to start out with my typical question of what is the feminine to you? Yeah. And I love this question. You know, as I felt into it before we started this conversation, to me, the feminine is strong, grounded, and connected. Mm. And from that place, we can flow. Yes. I love that. Yeah. 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 One thing you talk about is the difference between energy management and time management. So how to use your cycle to really, you know, align with your projects you were saying, instead of just living off your to-do list. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I came to this work from a place where I felt like Every time I hit my, my PMS stage, you know, commonly known as PMS, right? I would feel like everything became more overwhelming. I had these plans or ideas that I wanted to get all these things done. And then I would hit this time of the month where everything became much harder. Yeah. And I struggled with like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why can't I show up in the way that I was or how I might want to? And I felt like too, you know, being a woman at that time who was working in the corporate world and whether you're working in the corporate world or not, we still have things we need to do. We still have responsibilities and, you know, we might have children or animals or parents that need our help as well. Right. So we have these things we need to quote to do And then you hit the, at least for me, I like hit that place where it felt like I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really like the pathway to seeing things differently. And it was really the pathway to teach me how these energy, how the energy flows through us in this amazing system called our cycle, right? (laughs) And then like, and then, you know, connecting with that rhythm so that I could operate. And this is now how I, you know, work with my clients in this way, you know, how to really embody this energy flowing through us so that we're not always operating off of this daily to do list, this task oriented kind of societal imprint, but we are operating from this. We are operating from the energy that's flowing with us through us so that we can show up for what we need to do and, you know, do the things, but not always be operating from checking off the list and really working against ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I definitely feel that difference. It's like, (laughs) yeah, there's certain times where, you know, the list can be supportive, but there's other times where you actually just really want, you need more space. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, I'm a Taurus Virgo, so I'm a Taurus Sun Virgo rising. So I very much am happy with lists. Like I just, like, there's a sense of accomplishment, you know, like there's things that it feels really good to have a list. But what I've learned and what I find is that like the list, like what at least two before I even start, before I started doing this work, like I would have so much to do on the list that inevitably so many things over half, let's say, which is migrate to like the next day. And I would just have this constant migrating, you know, flowing to-do list, which really kept me out of flow with myself and able to show up for those things that I, I did need to do. So I don't know if that resonates for you or. Oh, totally. Yeah, I totally understand. And, and then it makes me so curious, like, how do you now relate to your list? Like, is it that you put just a few priorities or what does that look like? Yeah, I love that question. So here's what I've been doing. So I'm sharpening the tools. So I still have an idea. How do I want to say this? So I, I've transitioned more to time blocking. So I have my passion planner, which I love. And so I, everything has a color. Um, so like, for example, my clients are purple highlight, like anything that I, you know, that's a task for me is yellow. Um, you know, I have a system, so there's a blocking system, but there's also, you know, this, this, I do have a list and what I've begun to do is taking this list and then putting it into my month in alignment with whatever task I have. So now that I'm an entrepreneur, um, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know, we all have tasks, putting them in as best I can to match up with the energy of where I am in my cycle so that I'm utilizing my time and my energy to the best of my ability for where I am at that time. So I still have a list and I still have like daily things that show up on my calendar because I have things to do every day, but it's less like this massive list. Cause that's kind of how I operated. And I feel like a lot of women do this. They have like this list of all these things they need to do. Mm-hmm. And then that's what, at least for me, kept me kind of like a prisoner for lack of a better word to my list, because I wasn't at the time, I didn't know how to help myself out. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like operating from this massive to-do list, which only kept me in this cycle of overwhelm. Right. Okay. So this is really interesting as we talk about how this links up with the different phases of our cycle. And I know women are getting more and more interested in this. I've noticed in my office and um, one of my early Shakti stories was a woman describing the stages of her cycle, the way she experiences them. I'm curious about you, how you experience those four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you have another add to that? And I- What's the differences between those weeks, how you'd, yeah. Yeah, how they express through me. So what I've learned, and and I just want to disclose, like I'm 45 and I'm probably in some sort of perimenopause, but I don't notice anything different about my cycle as of this time. So just putting that out there. So regardless of your age, you know, this, this energy is in you, it is alive in you and learning about it and, you know, potentially getting support with it to help you move through things that are in the way of you actually aligning with it can serve you no matter what your age. And so how these seasons um, expressed through me. So when I first started learning about them, because they all have their own qualities, I felt like I was trying to fit myself into these qualities. Mm-hmm. Very much like how I think most of us approach, um, 
how do I want to say this? Most of us approach a new thing, right? It's like, oh, you know, there's so many apps out there. There's so many people talking about, you know, like the energy of your phases and it's all valid and helpful, right? But if you're a woman, like I am um, a woman that, you know, has tendencies to like have some perfectionism in her who has some, maybe some control stuff, or you are a type A and you're a good learner and you take that information, you're like, okay, well, I should be feeling this way. If you're a shooter, yeah. then it, it's not helpful. So how the, I'm kind of taking a lot, a wide turn here, but so how these energies express through me now are a lot more even. So we have these phases like menstruation is the start of our cycle and, you know, typically expressed, typically, um, expressed in a more restful internal stage. I find most women who are doers and conditioned in the doing mentality really have it, um, can resist this time of the month and, and want to push through and, and might be causing more harm than good. Um, and then, so for me, I, I feel like there is that internal time. It starts for me like late luteal. So commonly known as PMS, like on the precipice of starting my bleed. Um, and then like spring and summer. So your follicular and ovulation phase, you know, typically expressed and common qualities that you might hear are like the doing the expressive and like getting things off your list. So like, if you're that kind of woman, you can really identify that with that and maybe take it on to, um, to a detriment. Um, for me, it express those express when I know, I know I'm off rhythm when I feel anxious, yeah. out of breath yeah. and overwhelmed. Yeah. Especially during those inner spring, inner summer phases, when that energy is already amplified yeah. within us. Right. So that's my, like my, my internal barometer, if you will, to really like know that I need to pull it back, mm -hmm. anchor down and pull in some of that restful grounding energy that is within me, no matter what phase I'm in so that I can recalibrate, come back into this, you know, wherever I am in my cycle. Yeah. Now, would you say, um, I, ha I did hear someone recently speaking about how really the hormones that we experience at that time that some people would call PMS, it's more like an amplifier, like a magnifier for what we're, you know, what we have been experiencing or haven't been looking at or yeah, some unresolved pieces. Yes. Tell me more about that. Yes. And I love that you brought that up. I call it our, it's an alarm system. Yeah. It really is an alarm system. So here's what happens at least in my experience and what I've seen with the women that I work with is, you know, PMS is this highlighter. So when you feel overwhelmed, more easily frustrated, um, maybe more easily overwhelmed, I could say, because I feel like overwhelm is kind of a constant with most, most of us. So more easily overwhelmed, maybe more easily triggered, more easily frustrated, irritable, less able to have compassion for yourself, for others, um, you know, you start to notice that as you move closer to your bleed time, your period. And whatever's coming up for you, whatever little thing, that moment, it feels, it feels huge, right? <laughs> because it could be like, it could be if you're in a, a relationship and your partner, you know, like is he habitually works late, he or she habitually works late. 
and it normally, right, quotes normally doesn't bother you, but when you start to move closer to your period, you start to feel more resentful. Mm. You start to feel really annoyed at this part of your relationship. And this can apply to work as well, right? Like maybe you have a heavy workload and most times of the month you're like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. But then you get to the point where you find your hormones and your energy changing. And you might not be consciously aware of what's happening, but the emotions and that you are feeling are actually pointing you to what is off Yes. In your life, in your work, in your relationship and with yourself. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I really relate to that. It's like, yeah, it's like you can actually tune into what is going on here because there are things that um, just come through more powerfully there at that time. And I also wanted to bring up the idea of decision-making because I do have a lot of clients in my counseling office come in, they're making decisions about school or work or you know, partners and relationships. And I'm very curious um, what your take is on how your cycle can help you make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so great. I have to say that I feel most confident and clear in my decision-making when I'm in the luteal phase. Mm -hmm. So in that PMS phase, um, more as I have been embodying this energy. So I've been living in this way for like five years and it's just like taking this, it it just takes on, it just supports you in so many ways. Um, a lot of people will say that like maybe clarity and, um, confidence can come more in the inner spring, inner summer. And confidence of course is like, like, can be easier to access when you're in that inner summer phase because you are in this full expression. Mm. However, if you are an overdoer and you do tons of things, you know, if you're not accessing play or fun or taking time to do things that you enjoy, then that expressive time may not be available to you. Mm. And you might feel more introverted, more, um, more non-expressive, right? Like more going inward, more like a PMS feeling. So um, to answer your question about the decision-making, I feel like it's really dependent upon how these energies are expressing through the individual woman. Um, That's why I'm such an advocate for like really taking on your own increase here around like how you feel. energetically, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, like really every day so that you can begin to understand who you are through this, you know, through the lens of, of also your, yourself, but then how does that complement or not complement the energy that's naturally coming through you? Yes. Oh, that's so good. I would so agree. I work in such a person-centered way as well. So it's hard to generalize ever. (laughs) The very last question I want to ask you is just tell if you could share anything more about your own journey with all of this. Absolutely. Thank you. You know, I really happen to love the luteal phase now. So like the PMS is the, the power phase for me personally. I feel like it's such, you know, when we are fully embodied in the, in, in, in ourselves. And I feel like this cycle awareness is part of the process of full expression. 
you know, we have these inner archetypes and I feel like you've talked about them in yeah. your, in your work too. Right. And the wild woman is like one of the archetypes that we can really connect with. And she lives through us in the PMS stage in our luteal phase. And I feel like personally, like that's when, that's why, because I've been able to change my relationship with my luteal phase and my cycle in general, it's helped change my relationship with myself. And now I can embody that wild woman a lot more easily and feel way more confident to express myself um, truthfully and in integrity and wildly without apology at any time, but for sure using that time to really like put myself out there. It feels just for me, that feels like when I'm most expressive and most connected to like to that. So. Oh, I love that. Oh, well, thank you so much for bringing your wisdom here today. That was so much fun. And yeah, I, I feel really inspired to even just like leave on that note of really embracing your wild woman. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much, Lena. You're so welcome. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Take really good care. Yeah, absolutely. You too. Thank you for joining us at Shakti Stories, where we are empowering feminine bliss.